Akira. He's got clout. My sense is that if you want to change the world, you start from yourself and work outward. Work outward. Work outward. My sense is that if you want to change the world, you start from yourself and work outward. Work outward. Work outward. Because you build your competence that way. It's like, I don't know how you can go out and protest the structure of the entire economic system if you can't keep your room organized. Yeah, it's not an issue with people, though, that they always want to enact some sort of control over the outside world when their inside is all fucked up. My sense is that if you want to change the world, you start from yourself and work outward. Work outward. Work outward. My sense is that if you want to change the world, you start from yourself and work outward. Work outward. Work outward. I think there's some truth in that. I think there is truth in that. I mean, people try to change the outside world for lots of ways, but many of those ways aren't just pure good. I was trying to produce something that was a counter position to this idea that what you should do is go out and fix up other people. You know, that's just not right. My sense is that if you want to change the world, you start from yourself and work outward. Work outward. Work outward. My sense is that if you want to change the world, you start from yourself and work outward. Work outward. Work outward. And then there's a New Testament line about that, something about... You know, not worrying too much about the speck in your neighbor's eye when you have a log in your eye. Mm. It's like, yes, no kidding, yes, no kidding, yes, no kidding, yes, 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 no kidding, yes, no kidding, yes, no kidding, yes, 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 no kidding. Baby, how you doing? Welcome to the Meaning Stream. Number 174 is Labor Day weekend. 
Yeah, it's the Labor Day weekend. I don't know what that means for you, which is why I'm going to ask you. What does that mean for you? What does the Labor Day weekend mean for you, baby? Mean to you? You know, my old experience of this country, what it used to mean was like the last parties of summer. It was like the last gasp. The last gasp of summer. It's like, get after it. One more summer getting after it. That was back in the day when people used to do things like go outside. Shouts out to outside. Woot woot. What's up, Richard Cameron? Rice hard Cameron, even. What up, Marcus McKenzie? What up, Joseph Parrish? Joseph Parrish says Labor Day means we remember the workers. Well, that's a good point. We remember the laborers, those who labored, those who built all this stuff. Tower One Power says, do a rap for the hell of it, bro. Well, that would be for the... If I was to do a rap for the the hell of it, it would be for the hell of it, not because you told me to. So you just messed it up. Maybe I was about to. Maybe I was about to. Joseph Parrish says, remember the guy who sweats and bleeds for his buck. That's right, remember. In Madness Life Sanity says, my sister's birthday. Remember, in Madness Life Sanity's sister's birthday. Quiet. What up, Kailaj Nekov? No notification, at least for now. Let me know if you got notifications or not. Well, that we're trying to work out what's going on with uh, the usual. Shouts out to everybody listening on the podcast feed. And shouts out to everyone locked in live. We're broadcasting live on YouTube. What a place. What a beautiful place. Joseph Parrish says, I'm back. Did you miss me? Of course. What up, Richard Young? What up, Adam? Hope you're having a great weekend, too. Joseph Parrish just finished watching Avatar, The Last Airbender. I was amazed at the quality of the writing. Lots of meaning in that show. Indeed. Wonderful show. Wonderful show. We are somewhat bereft without it. We never found a replacement, so we don't watch anything at all now. We used to, like, watch an episode of Avatar after the meaning stream. That was our little family tradition. We now do not. We are bereft. Shouts out to everyone who was here this morning. We had a lovely stream this morning. We played a lot of synthwave. Then Hercules crashed the party. Hercules was uh, up early, getting after it. And when I say getting after it, I mean trying to persuade his father to buy him Super Smash Brothers. He came in here pulling this thing. He was like... Round up in here. Trying to convince the audience to tell me to buy him Super Smash Brothers. I was like, why do you think that's a good persuasion trick? He said, they outnumber you, Dada. You've got to listen to them. They're your fans. You know, needless to say, he got Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Marcus, Marcus McKenzie got a notification. Yeah. Adam says, have you watched Avatar The Legend of Korra? No. Of course not. I ain't having nothing to do with that. Yeah. Brett Troger says, Akira had a dream you were doing a live stream on a floating island in space as Carl Young smoked his pipes and DJed with you. That was not a dream. That was an intonation of the future. 
shortly uh, today the question is this obviously I want to know where you are where your uh, shell buddy is so I can see what you're representing in a uh, sort of you know international fashion we're here in the MEC of course but you've got to come from somewhere and I want to know what was your first job what was your first job I know what my first job was I've been working my whole life I've been working hard my whole life as long as I can remember, I used to do, I used to dig gardens for people, I used to pull up weeds for people, I used to wash people's cars, wash people's windows, as soon as I could, I had a paper round, you know, I used to help my mum stitch cushions for this lady, I never swept a chimney though, but I did try, I did try climb up inside a chimney one time, have you ever done that? Have you ever tried to climb inside a chimney? smaller than you'd think. You could slide my date. Let me run down the discography. 98.99. Music for two Andre. College in your project. First album. Doing shit my way on the mic. I was stiff as a board. Straight weed. But it was most fun to record. Cause it was all about beats. So no politics. My attitude changed. From all the egos in the game. Y'all. So being humble, I abolished it. Y2K. Year 2000. Bottom of war. EP short album. More pompous. It was cool. But that shit drove me crazy. Ah. Shit like orphan babies, but fuck that, I gotta move on. They both had a print 2001, but his don't pay taxes. Conceptually, the best LP I've ever done, but in retrospect, the beats was weak trash. But hugging sheets still ripped it. I stepped up my rhymes, and pimps had the best skits then. 2003, sick of being rich. The album y'all love to hate, ain't that a bitch? Y'all said I fell off and went into regression. Why? Cause I ain't sample accordions and rap about depression. Master H. King. J. Rowan copy Dick's DC self and she for some help beside me. It was my favorite of the four. That's right. But everybody kept bitching because rap, I ain't care about saving no more. 180 degrees. The music for two minds. Your critics told me to quit. 
shit. I can't please everybody. Attitude getting worse. I never wanted to rap. The more you say I regress, the more I wanna come back to spite you. In person, I'm more humble than ever. On records, I'm a dick. I got my varsity letter. In the lab, seven in the morning. Songs like five years of more recording and beat. But then again, don't expect me to kick a wicked freestyle. Some call me a one trick pony. While others proclaim my request as I continue to change. It's a contradiction, but you don't like you don't buy. Please, nobody but myself is on mission. Yeah, that was a rare little experience from, uh, appearance from J Zone. Shout out to anyone who remembers J Zone. J Zone is now a drummer. It's funny, it's funny that track he was talking about. Yo, I'm still rapping. I'm still rapping. He ain't rapping no more. He quit rap- rapping just after that record came out. Uh, and then he taught himself how to play the drums. He's like, I, I can't be a rapper no more. I'm a bit too old for that shit. Or like, he used to do this cool thing. He like, uh, he'd always wear like a big fur coat, you know. But he'd be, be, but like, he didn't have that much. You know, he wasn't that popular, so he didn't have that much money. I remember once him one time in London at the Scala. You know, and he just uh, come off the plane and he just had his, like, carry-on luggage, you know? So he had his fur coat in uh, his uh, carry-on luggage suitcase and it was all crumpled up, you know? And he comes out in his crumpled up fur coat and, like, a fake gold chain. And uh, he rocked it. He was great. But, yeah, he was like, oh, man, I'm too, too old and unpopular for this rap shit. He was trying to be a music journalist, but the money fell out of that game, you know? He taught himself to drum. Anyway, what he did, he was like, well, I, st- I love music. I want to be in music, involved in music somehow. I ain't got to be a star or nothing. I just be want to be involved with music because I love music. You know, so he taught himself to drum and now he's an excellent drummer. He'd never picked up the sticks before, right? This is like 2008 or something like that, I think. Maybe 2008, 2009, 2010. He just taught himself to drum. And now he's so good at drummer. He like session drums for like... Uh, like big old school R&B bands, like rappers, all type of things. He makes like really good like break uh, sample kits. Like you'd have heard some of his drums on some of my records. You know? And that's a beautiful thing and it's inspiring thing, you know? You could just straight up like, all right, boom, I can't do this thing anymore, but now I'm gonna teach myself a whole new skill. And like drumming ain't easy. That ain't easy not to be like a real good drummer, like at a, a level of being a good drummer. And you know, he's a humble dude. He's like, oh, I suck, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm nowhere near where I want to be, but like, it's real good. So shout out to Jay Zune. Shout out to Patrick Gad. Says, I just wanted to share with you that you've changed my life and given me hope and strength I could never imagine. I have no idea how you come up with this shit you've made, but you are a total fucking genius. Wow. Wow. Wow, Patrick Gads. God bless you. Thank you. That's crazy. What a beautiful thing to read on a Labor Day Saturday night. Get after it, Patrick Gads. I would have been madness like sanity. Says I've only ever been a baker. I need an adventure. I don't know. Bacon's epic, baby. Shout out to all the bakers and specifically shout out to this baker right here. Uh, E-I-T Key says, second time I'm here. Because YouTube doesn't show me when you live stream. 
you got my abo for your Alan Watts vids and I love your live streams. Hey, thank you, baby. Are you subscribed? Have you hit the bell for notifications? Have you actually hit it and they don't send you notifications? I mean, that could be the way. Uh, if you sign up to the Discord, if you're on the Discord, the, the Akira the Don Discord, the link is down in the description of this broadcast. Uh, you will get a notification that we're going live via that. So if you do that, that should work. Joseph Parrish says, better to be a baker than to be a faker. I like, I like that this audience is so good at rhyming. We get mad rhymes in here. We were here the other day, we were doing this beautiful autumn stream, and uh, people were writing me poems to read. It was very nice. I read some beautiful poems. Shout out to everyone writing nice poems. Yeah! Joseph Paris says, one of my friends in my server was like, Akira the Don has a Discord, invite me. Hey, there you go. You are invited. Joseph Paris says, my first job was a Senate page. I don't even know what that is. Adam says, my first job was a paper route, which is very much like a paper round, but it's in America. In the UK, we call them paper rounds. Because you go all the way around town, you know? You go round and round. I had a crazy paper round, baby. It was like I was in this little town called Bermades, which is like a medieval town. It had a castle, medieval castle and everything. We used to break into it with the girls and get drunk. Anyway, that's a different story. You know, but the paper round there, it was, it was like half the town was built on a big hill. You know, so first, and it was by the sea, right? So you do your first bit by the sea. You go get your papers at like four in the morning, drag them down by the beach, all that type of business. Then you go up this big old hill. And you'd finish your paper round about four hours later as like the sun was really coming up at that point, you know. It was very glorious. You'd look down, you'd see the ocean, you'd see the mountains beyond the ocean, all that type of business. Very epic scenes for a young man. You know, that paper bag was almost as big as me. I could barely, I could barely carry that thing, you know. Also, in America, they've got this crazy thing. Like, I thought it was a lie. I used to play a game, a video game called Paperboy on the ZX Spectrum. And uh, you like it's like a sort of diagonal scrolling game. You're just running along, and you just love your papers. Your papers are rolled up. And you just throw them. You just throw them at people's post boxes, and if you hit, you get a point. You know, it's like that's crazy. That can't be real because I used to get in mad trouble. You used to have to fold up the newspaper and put it through the letterbox. But Sundays, people would be getting the Sunday Times and things of that nature, and they're these massive ass newspapers. You can't fold them, stick them through the letterbox, so you have to pull them apart and shit. Are people getting angry with me because like I'd either like slightly torn their paper or I'd folded it too hard or I'd taken it apart? You couldn't win. But the point being, in the UK, there was no, there was no rolling up the newspaper and throwing it abundantly. You had to put that in the house, otherwise you wouldn't get your Christmas tip. You get a tip at Christmas, you know? If you'd been a good paper boy all year long, maybe they'd give you a five pound note and you'd be falling out of control with that. Woof! Woof! About five pound a week for that first paper round, baby. You can imagine five pound in one go. Uh, extra five pound at Christmas, you like, hey, come on. Come on, baby. <laughs> Yeah, excuse me, I'm just putting on a beat, you know? I have, to, I have to DJ and talk at the same time. You know, Jimmy Fallon doesn't have to do that. He used to just sit there and read bad jokes. You know, I'm a professional. Now, what was we talking about? Yes, yes, no kidding. 
Oh, we played that beat already. Oh man, I'm not doing good at my job. I'm playing a beat I already played. How did that? How could that occur? How could a disaster like that happen to me? Uh, the internet's favorite uh, meaning DJ. Huh? How, how's that possible? That's just such a rookie rookie mistake. Never mind. I mean, it's okay. I have been doing this for uh, 174 days and nights now. 174 days and nights, baby. Welcome to the Meaning Stream. We in here. And uh, we're talking about work, baby. It's Labor Day weekend. We're talking about work. People are telling us about their inaugural jobs. Their first jobs. Mr. Steven Diaz from LA says my first job was mowing lawns. That's epic, baby. That's a good job. That's a good job. I used to dig, yeah, gardening was one of my early jobs also. I used to dig holes for people. I used to pull up weeds for people. But I specifically like, I really like digging holes, you know? Something really, uh, I don't know, you just feel good after you've dug a hole. I think it's something deep in man's soul that he likes to dig a big hole, you know what I mean? And I think it's strange that as a species we don't dig more holes. Like, why haven't we dug that hole to Australia? You know, and people would be like, well, because there's a load of lava in the way. But it's like, we could at least get to the lava. I, I never seen no lava. And what, couldn't we do some shit where we, like, make a really strong tunnel? You know, with, like, a really thick, I don't know, kind of futuristic glass. Maybe we can get Elon Musk on this, you know? And we could tunnel through the earth, right? And then you could go through and you could be, like, surrounded by, like, a tunnel of lava. You know, that would be sick. You could maybe put one of them maglev trains running through it, you know what I mean? It'd probably be quicker. Because it takes ages to get to Australia. And I want to go to Australia because we've got a lot of people out there, baby. We've got a lot of Meaning Wave supporters and listeners out in Australia. You know, and I would like to go there. And I would really like to go there through a, through a lava tunnel. Come on. That'd be sick. All right, so I think we need to be demanding more holes be dug. I demand more digging uh, activities, you know. I want to see what's going on down there. I want to. I want to go down there. I want to see the layers of sediment and shit. You know what I mean? I want to see the layers of dinosaurs, and then I want to find. You know, I heard of one guy in the center of the earth or somewhere around that region. Uh, they got dinosaurs, but like they're like people, but they got dinosaur heads, you know. And uh, what's his face, Adolf uh, Chaplin or whatever he was called, that guy. He was looking for them, you know. And I would like to see those motherfuckers. <laughs> And also get to Australia pretty fast. So there. Uh, case, first job, electrician. Epic. Very good first job. Richard Young, I was a caregiver. That's a very good job too, giving care. You know, the world needs more care. Uh, it's so easy to laugh, it's so easy to hate. It takes guts to be gentle and kind. You know, Morris, he said that, and he knows about that sort of thing. Mad Moon Rabbits in the house says, Mass territory being held down by once upon a time bus boy. Slash local house mover in Fla Fla, aka Florida. Nice! Bus boys, shouts out to all the bus boys. Shouts out to all the bus boys, we rowdy. Is that what he's talking about in that record? Oh! No way! Is that really what he's talking about? On Bangarang, is he talking about bus boys at the beginning? I can't remember, I've got, maybe he is, I'll have to play that record in a bit. Uh, what's going on, Alexander? Taiwan Power. Tell us about the jobs you described on the old school drop, Patrick. Uh, we talked about that the other night, actually, when I was uh, working in a food, a food, a sauce factory making sauce. Sauce, sauce. You know, it was a sauce factory in Redditch, in Birmingham, when I was 16. Yeah, 16. Yeah, and uh, they made the sauces for this like roadside cafe called Little Chef. And they made the sauces that went on the pasta or whatever in the little chef, you know? And uh, I worked in the freezer department. You know, just being in the freezer, uh, just like maneuvering 
like frozen bags of sauce from one side to the other listening to BRMB, which is a pop radio station. You know, and we used to like just do psychedelics and shit. But uh, like in the main bit where they actually made the sauce, like there was this big vat, giant big vat, and it had these steps going up to it. And everyone was mad bored and weird in there, you know? And every day it'd be someone else's turn to climb up the steps to this big vat and then add something of themselves to the sauce, you know? And, uh, you know, you could, you could use your imagination if you wanted to know what kind of things they'd be adding to the sauce, you know? But, like, uh, you know, it, was, it would be, like, you know, certain herbs and spices and, uh, and liquids and things, but it was usually stuff that they'd, you know, they'd come up with themselves. You know, they'd, they'd create it themselves, you know, with their bodies and shit of that nature. And uh, they would do that every day. So don't ever eat a no little chef, baby. That's all I've got to say to you. And, like, I don't know, probably don't eat anywhere. They probably do that in all the factories. Don't eat no food that's been nowhere near a factory. You know what I mean? Because those people working on those factories, they're bored and uncouth. They're bored and uncouth and they're vulgar. You know what I mean? And they, and they don't have uh, any consideration for your personal safety with regards to the ingestion of sauce. You know, they don't care what happens to you. You know? But uh, I did like that job. But I preferred the box factory. I left that job and got a job at a box factory. And uh, that, that, that factory just made boxes. Very epic, just made boxes and stacked them up. And like, you know, uh, one of the things I had to do was uh, you'd get all these boxes, like flat pack boxes, and you put them on a big pallet, right? And then you'd have to wrap that in shrink wrap. And you'd get the giant shrink wrap that was as big as you. And you'd hold that thing and you'd run around in a big circle. You know, you just keep running around it so you'd get mad dizzy, but also you'd have to be pulling tight, you know? to get them things shrink-wrapped, and I love that. That was fun. And then also, there was a big skip that all the, the box cut-ins used to go in, you know? And I used to get to jump up and down in that skip. You know, I'd leave that box factory covered in paper cuts and shit, just, like, bleeding, looking like Freddy Krueger. You know, but, uh... But it was fun. You know, it was fun, baby. It was fun. I remember I had this guy, he used to drive me there sometimes on his motorbike. You know? And, uh, you know, you'd be, like, on some mad hallucinogenics and shit of that nature and not having a helmet on. Just driving out of the box factory and everything looks like boxes. All you can see is boxes everywhere. Everything just looks like piles of boxes. Hey! Let's crack an Alexander Nauda. We got Mike Southern in the house as British Rail Trucker, Plymouth Goods Yard, left home at 16, 17. Righteous! Joshua Trent says, rebellious vibes tonight. Hey, maybe. We'll see how we go. We're about to get into some kind of a DJ set. I don't know where the, where the vibe's going to take us, baby, but i got a feeling it's going to be somewhere epic. You know? we got Cindy Bailey in the house. What's up, Cindy Bailey? Good to see you. In Marino Valley. It's 121 here. Oh, yeah, you're having some crazy-ass heat wave, yeah? In, Car- in, um, in California. Shouts out to California. My first job was age 18 as a retail associate at a non-existent fashion bug. Now non-existent. Got paid $6.25 an hour. Advice. Retail associate. I was a retail associate. Being a retail associate is, is hard, you know, because sometimes people come in and they want to shoplift. And what are you supposed to do about that? People come in like, right? And they're like, you know what I'm going to do, right? I'm going to walk out with these football shirts that cost, like, 60 pounds. You ain't going to do shit about it, are you, boy? I'm like, mm, no, not really. 
Man, I want to die with some sucker shirt. We ain't got no security. So off you go ahead. See. Uh, Shabrika's in the house, Seattle, WA. My first job was a service slash busboy slash host in a small Mexican restaurant. I had the best Mexican food in my life there. The guac was superb. Yo, if food tastes actually good when, like, you've worked hard and it's free. Yeah. Oh, shoot, yeah, it's Father's Day in Australia. We could have gone that angle as well. Spirit the Father. Yo, happy Father's Day to my Australian brothers and sisters. Well, not the sisters. <laughs> not the Sheilas. Happy Father's Day to... What's, what's the... What do you call an Australian bloke? The girls are called Sheilas. What are the guys called? They're like crocodiles or something. Anyway, happy Father's Day to you. God bless. You like that? That was, uh, I was like, oh shoot, the song's finished and I haven't got another one queued up. So I just said, what, 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 and then put another one on, and it just sounded really smooth. That was a smooth transition, baby. Akira. That's how a professional gets down, you know? <laughs> Michael Keefe says, Dundee. Richard Cameron says, mate. Mike Seven says, Bruce. That's it, it's Bruce. Bruce, what up, Bruce? G'day, Bruce. Yeah. Joseph Parrish says, I wouldn't steal in America. We Americans have guns. I don't know. They just changed, didn't they just change the law in California so you can steal up to $900 worth of stuff before the, the police can get involved? And there was, I read a story about a guy in uh, Venice and uh, they set up a homeless encampment like around his shop, you know, and they changed the law so you couldn't do shit about shoplifters, you know. And so they, they just set up an encampment around his store and then went in and just robbed his store every day. They're just going to rob his store and the police won't do nothing, right? So like one day he shot at them. He was like, stop stealing my shit. And he shot at them. And uh, he went to jail. And like his family were all crying at court and shit. Like, that shit was sad, baby. That shit made me sad. I felt real bad for that guy and his family. That's one of them situations where you just gotta move, baby. You gotta get out of there. You just gotta get out of there, baby. What's up, Mike Betters? Shout out to Mike Betters and the whole Betters clan. Says, woo, Saturday night. First job was at a video game store. Wow, what a great first job. I bet you were the envy of all your homies. Did they come in and try and shoplift? You ever have that thing where you work in a shop and then your homies come in and they want to shoplift? You're like, no, you can't shoplift. They're the ones you say you 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 know what I mean. If it's like some local hard nuts, local scary hard nuts, you can't do much about them. But your homies, when they want to come in and shoplift, you got to tell them to piss right off. No, you will not lose me this job opportunity. I am trying to provide for my family and buy Pokemon cards. Oh, what? We got Fortune in the house. Fortune uh, hangs out at the Meaning Wave Morning Show. 
and uh, he's been inspired to do some epic activities, you know. So today, he decided to drive his motorcycle for a thousand miles. A thousand miles. He's up to 750 miles right now. 250 to go to get home. Epic day listening to Meaning Wave and riding a motorcycle all day. Epic. Yo, that's crazy, baby. Yo, uh, if you got a request, let me know if you've got a special song you want to hear. Because uh, I think you definitely deserve that. And riding around all day listening to Meaning Wave on a motorcycle. Very epic indeed. Wow. Michael Keith says make it epic like always first wave my new little orange buddy William Wallace gets to ride with me what 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 a new little orange buddy William Wallace Cindy Bailey says I'm trying to move to Texas Texas does Hey, get after it Cindy Bailey You do sound like the sort of person who would fit right in in Texas I gotta say From our interactions here and everything you've told us about yourself This sounds like it's it's your It sounds like you do well here Hey everybody, let's do an international high five Then let's play an epic DJ set and get real party Are you ready? Are you ready? Have you smashed that like? I can see a bunch of you have not. How could you come in here and not smash the like? Do you not understand the rules of the Meaning Wave Autonomous Zone? Rule number one, smash that like. Rule number two, epic activities only. We should write these rules down. In a list, we need 10 of them, I think. We need 10 of them, we should write them on some large slabs. Large slabs, you know? Drag them down a mountain, that will make them more um, more powerful. People like lists, you know? People love a good listicle, you know? Moses knew that shit. Moses knew that people re- what people really like is a listicle. You know, if he just come down and said, right, we got some commandments. And we're like, okay, whatever, Moses. And then they'd have forgot them all instantly, you know? They would have forgot those things with, before he'd been able to say anything at all. But he comes down with his listicle, hey! And then they're all like, ooh, I wonder what's going to be number one. I wonder what's going to be number three. Like, oh yeah, number four was a good one. That was good, because it was number four. The fact that it was a listicle is what made it so popular. So that's all just to say that we need some rules around here by Joe. Rule number three, thou shalt have an international high five. Yes, thou shall. What, what? Yeah, yeah, are you ready? Oh, we're doing the rise up thing. I've got the wrong camera on. There you go. Three, two, one. High five!
Since you asked so nicely. Up in the bleachers, but the rest of the girls who came to watch they man ball. 
the guys get the fly girls and me, I get the hood rats. I tell them scats, give them the bottle. Got hit with a bottle, been in the hospital for talking that mess. I confess it's a shame when you living in a city that's the size of a box and nobody knows your name. right now baby flood that thing let's get it Just know it's so real, can't help but brag. Go, I got TML, man, got three. 
just your luck, the rap game got me, hold up, here we go again, just spent a hundred of that brown paper bag money all on Tim's, and the bad bitch is all on him, cause the cars that he drops are all for ring, the game is mine, I'm so far in, I'm speaking with an accent, you just caught twin, can't even relax in my room, that brown paper bag money push my mattress through the roof, this for my niggas getting brown paper bag money, this for my strippers getting black plastic bag money, we talk about that bad money, the IRS can't tax money, you dig me? Just made a hundred of that brown paper bag money, I thank God for the meal, you prepare for me, take care of my fam, now my love don't run it, thank God for that brown paper bag, yeah. That's right. Shouts out to the brown paper bag. I love that there's a song about a brown paper bag. Yeah. And it's so epic and joyful. Brown paper bag. Brown paper. At this point, I'd like to remind everyone about that time Jordan Peterson described going to a Ramones concert. Everyone like jumping around like ants in a frying pan, you know? Woo! Are you what? That's right. the Ramones with their version of the Spider-Man theme very epic that was from a CD I had back in around uh, it was when I was working in that record shop in Birmingham what was that 98 97 98 and there was this CD and it was like Saturday morning cartoon themes covered by punk bands that was on it it was epic what up, Harry Phillips says, my first job was at a slaughterhouse at 13. Rawr. Also, stoic beats help me get through a dark place. I listen to Grateful to the Gods frequently. Yeah, well, I'm grateful to the gods who have been use in, of use in your life, Harry Phillips. And I'm grateful to the girls that you with us tonight. Ready or not, here I come. What? You can't hide. Gonna find you and take it slowly. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you and make you 
Golden Gates. Those who fake, they break. When they meet their four hundred pound eighty five can rule the world. Everyone would have a gun in the ghetto, of course. We get beat up and on their horse. Kick around, drinking moonshine. I pour a sip on the concrete. But it is cease, but no, don't we? Why claps in the state of sleep? Thinking about the robbery that I did last week. Money in the bag, bank could look like a track. I wanna play with pelicans from here to Baghdad. Think fast, I think I'm hit. My girl pinched my hips to see if I still exist. I think not. I'll send a letter to my friend. I wanna get full again on the Jewish King again. Ready or not, here I come. You can't
never see this door be quick, alright? Oh, you made the village ever fuck, suck my fuck And all of them will catch you run with, get done with, done quick I don't fucking go up with the dog or some bum shit, alright? They go to gun quick, now one one shit All of us some dumb shit, ain't that some shit And niggas remind me of a strip club Every time you come around, it's like, what? Just gotta get my dicks up And I don't know who the fuck you think you talking to But I'm not him, I ain't spit, so watch what you do And you will find yourself buried next to someone else Now we all thought you loved yourself But that could have been the issue Or maybe they didn't say that now Cause they miss you A nigga trying to diss you That's why you laying on your back Looking at the roof of the church Preacher telling the truth and it hurts Y'all gon' make me lose my mind Up in here, up in here Y'all gon' make me go all out Up in here, up in here Y'all gon' make me act a fool Up in here
If you want the remixes, give me Ace of Bass vibes. Yo, Ace of Bass was Swedish. You just got Swedish vibes off that record. That's crazy. What up, Mr. Watson? Mr. Watson. Hey, Mr. Mr. Watson. What up, Luke? What up, Madrid, Maddie, Rabbit? What up, Melman Dan? Hey, hey. dropping some wisdom there it says Rihanna is highly rated but still underrated and that's facts that's a strange fact but I agree you heard man down man down's like an all-time great record
Yo, you guys keep an eye on my shit. I just gotta run and get some liquids. Make sure nobody steals my shit, you dig? Trying to find Mr. Warren G. Seen a car full of girls, ain't no need to tweak. All you search, know what's up with 213. Some girls speak for me, I'm a glad and swear. These hookers looking so hard, they straight hit the curve. Want to bigger, better things than some horny tricks. I see my homie and some fuckers all in his mix. They got my. Alright, good work, no one stole my shit. Proud of you. Ain't none of them see him if they go and straight pound for pound. They wanna come up real quick before they start the clown. I best pull out my strap and lay them busters down. They 16 in the clip and one in the hole. Nate Dog is about to make Somebody's turn cold Now they dropping and yelling It's a tad bit late Nate Dogg and Warren G Had to regulate Regulators Mounts up I laid on and bust the I let my gag explode Now I'm switching my mind back into pre-code If you won't skirt, sit back and observe I just left a gang of those over there on the curb They're just like I thought they were in the same spot In need of some desperate head A Nate Dogg and the G-Child were in need of something else. One of them games was sexy as hell I said, ooh, I like your size She said my chords broke down and just sing real nice with you Let me something that I'd never discovered before. These two records sound amazing together. Something oh my goodness. down in my DJ diary. Dear DJ diary, today I discovered the Bill Withers and Regulate are just beautiful together, baby. Remember that one. Just in case you ever get to DJ outdoors ever again. They'll go crazy when that happens.
about Meaning Wave Radio 24-7. They said, where's Meaning Wave Radio 24-7? I heard a rumor it got ended. It didn't get ended. It's just, it's still there. We just moved it to the second channel. We moved it to the second channel. There was uh, something that happened when we launched Meaning Wave Radio 24-7 three weeks ago. And that's our live, lim- our live listener numbers plummeted. And uh, the two seem connected. And I did a bit of wrecking and stuff, and lots of people said they weren't getting the notifications, or when they logged in, they weren't seeing that the meaning stream was live, but some of them were seeing the 24 radio. Uh, so we're experiments. an experiment. It's all an experiment. Continuously experimenting, refining, and making sure, you know, trying to get things as good and useful as they can be. So we've moved Meaning Wave Radio 24-7 over to the second channel, Meaning Wave TV. It's there right now. We moved it over there, and um, we'll see how uh, how the uh, streaming live streaming numbers are for the next week. See if it makes any difference. Tonight is already a little bit better than last night, frankly. So I don't know if it's working or not. We shall see. But that's what's going on there. So don't you worry about a thing. Meaning Wave Radio 24/7 still exists. It still exists. And what was quite nice is when we turned it off, uh, I saw that uh, it had had 20,000 views while it was on. And that's nice. 20,000. 20, uh, I don't even know what a view is, really. Is that a person or is that one time the person went on? But either way, it felt like a good number. I was like, okay, it has been useful. I'm glad it's been useful. And it's still there, baby, so don't you worry about that. It still exists. And all you got to do is just write Meaning Wave Radio into your uh, YouTube and it'll pop up. And make sure you follow in the second channel because, you know, it's useful. We, we archive all the morning shows on there and uh, we stick up. We start, I've started uploading individual tracks up there. When an album drops, I'll drop each, each track individually over on that channel. Jim Carter says, it's working! Really? How'd you know? How'd you know it's working, Jim Carter? Feels like it works. Needles are desperate, oh, Everybody was kung fu fighting. Ooh. Wait a minute. Huh. Let me see. that that Rick Ross noise came out again I didn't mean for that to happen I didn't think I didn't make the command I didn't deliberately say within myself Akira the Don make that Rick Ross ad-lib noise it just came out okay that worked (laughs) yeah Down. 
a good discussion in the chat going on. People want to know what kind of a bender your boy Akira would be. Huh. You know, we had that discussion in my family. And interestingly, you know, me, my, me, wife, my wife and my kid, we all had different ones, you know. Little Hercules chose water bender. He was like, oh, definitely a water bender. You know, he was trying to do it and he just kept spilling glasses. But, uh, yeah. Wifey would be an earthbender. And of course, your boy Kira the Don't be an airbender. The last airbender, because then I could do everything. But if it had to be just one, yeah, it would be airbending. Obviously, I'd be flying around a place. But now, I'll be an avatar, obviously. Obviously! Yo! Cracking everybody. We got young Hercules in there. What's up, Hercules? Because, like, I didn't really know what I was doing. I'm up for some Smash, baby. You just got to, like, you got to tell me how to do it and stuff. 
really. It was a bit complicated. It was all these levels and things like that. Like it wasn't like Tekken, you know what I mean? I know what I'm doing with Tekken. Like back, forward, left, right, kick you in the face. That's more complicated than Smash. What's the deal with Smash? You just smash. Yeah. Literally in the theme song, they I'll smash you to the ground. Literally smash up. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's, that's what it's Smashing. That sounds a bit extreme for a Nintendo game. Some blood in this game. In the Mario thing, I think they get cut a bit. Mario gets cut a bit and there's a bit. He has a scar on his head. Mario has a scar. Bowser. Have you ever seen Mario do any actual plumbing? Actually, in the um, Super Mario Super Show, yes, the original Super Mario Show, he actually um, plums in the theme song. It shows him plumbing, but then he gets sucked down the pipe and then he tries to save Peach. Yeah, then he goes on his hero's quest to save the princess and fight that stupid-ass dragon. Dragon? Bowser. Isn't Bowser a dragon? He's a what? You're a mythical beast. Yo, speaking of mythical beasts, shouts out to the whole chat. Shouts to the whole chat. Dana1804 says Herc is already an advanced level persuader. You already know. Yes, he is. How's your persuasion going, Herc? Did you? What today? Yes. So what you persuaded me to get you Super Smash Brothers and then you persuaded Mum to get you some mine coins. And then I customized my skin to look really cool, like a fighter. Nice. You look like a fighter right now. No, I don't. Hey, look at you. Mm. Put them there, that's where my shit is. Yo. I suppose he can go there, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, all right. <laughs> hey. We got Hercules in the house. Word XP says Bowser is the turtle times dragon. Turtles don't breathe fire, guys. Oh, people are just working out what Bowser is. He ain't a turtle. Maybe he's part turtle, but yeah. What? Shell. Yeah, but you also breathe fire. He could be a dinosaur because Yoshi's a dinosaur, and um, Cooper Troopers are dinosaurs. Yeah, well, di- dragons are dinosaurs, isn't it? Kind of. I mean, kind of. What's the difference between What's the difference between a dinosaur and a dragon? What? Sauce, hot sauce. Hey. You gotta go to the microphone. What were you saying? I thought you were dancing. No, they couldn't hear you. I was whispering. They couldn't hear nothing. What were you saying? 
Oh, he's gone. All right, he's taking these cupheads, or are you leaving them here? You're leaving the cupheads here. All right, thank you for the cupheads. Grave, you got that, that noise from. Oh. Oh. It is! I've been trying to suss it out for ages. Where did young Gravy get his Whoa. noise? that like someone smash that thing into three digits quick Whip! 
my neck, bitch. She look 42, man, I think I'm dyslexic. With the test, spinners looking kind of ass. I'm broad, I'm broad, I'm broader than broad 
Ah, uh, yeah. Yo, that was a request, that one. Who asked for that? It was Luke. What up, Luke? That was for you, babies. Billy Wabada Billy Uh oh. Yo, are they still arguing about whether Bowser's a turtle or a dragon? Shouts out to the chat. Oh! This one goes out to our friend Forcha. Out there riding that motorbike all day. Your boy has been riding a motorbike since this very morning. He got up, got on, put on the Meaning Wave Morning Show, got on his motorbike. He's been riding ever since. He's doing 1,000 miles. That's like twice as many as the Proclaimers. That's Proclaimers times two. So this one goes out to you. ride 500 miles and I would ride 500 more. I know that was as many as the Proclaimers. They did a thousand. Would run 500 miles and I would ride 500 more just to be the one who rode a thousand miles on a motorbike listening to Meaning Wave. Yeah, yeah. Listen to Meaning Wave. Oof. It's this fear of discomfort. People have this extreme feeling in their mind when it comes to their associations with exercise. They want to avoid discomfort. They feel like any type of exercise is just like something to be avoided. That's not for me. Fuck that. I don't want to swim. I don't want to strain. I don't want to sweat. I don't want to strain. A lot of times this association that they have is about the beginnings of getting in shape. It's not about once you're actually fit. It's once you're actually fit and you look forward to it. It feels great. If I can't get a workout in, I look at my schedule and go, I don't have any time for a workout, which means I'm not going to get that good feeling, get, get that good feeling. And so instead of looking at it like, oh, I've got to go squat and sweat, I'm thinking I'm not going to feel good, I'm not going to feel relaxed, I'm not going to feel carefree, even appreciative, like my appreciation of things. I mean, get the hand grabbing exercise. I just feel better. <laughs> I want to sweat, I want to strain, 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 I want to sweat, I want
in touch. Everybody that's around you, when you come in contact with that in turn, I mean, it sounds so grandiose, but it in turn can affect the entire race of human beings. Noise MAZ. He's got cloud. Happy. Bonus. Maybe they weekend. Call it Gigi Munger. Gigi Munger. Between event and event, there is no block. And they represent this imagistically as a network. Imagine a multidimensional spider web covered in dew in the morning. This web contains in it the reflections of all the other drops of dew. And of course, in turn, in every drop of dew that one drop reflects, there is the reflection of all the others again. And they use this image to represent the interdependence of everything in the world. Nobody stole my shit. Good work. In other words, if we give this dewdrop image, if we put it into a linguistic analogy, we would say this. Words have meaning only in context. The meaning of any word depends upon the sentence, upon the paragraph in which it's found. So that if I say this tree has no bark, That's one thing. And if I say this dog has no bark, that's another thing. So you see always that the meaning of the word is, is in relation to the context. Now in exactly the same way, the meaning as well as the existence of an individual person, an organism, is in relation to the context. You are what you are. Sitting here at this moment, in your particular kind of clothes, and with the particular colors of your faces, and your particular personalities, your family involvements, your business involvement, your neuroses, and your everything. You are that, precisely in relation to an extremely complex environment. You see, it takes two. Basically, it is important, only you say, I don't have to think about 
Shouts out to Cuphead, also Mugman. Uh, thank you for the uh, puppet show. Hey, it's Hercules. What's going on, Hercules? Hey, I didn't do nothing. I was just here DJing, and those two little cats went crazy. <laughs> I ain't do nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's this in the chat again? Kira must have taken a tab. Told you, baby. I'm high on meaning. High on vibes. <laughs> Seriously, I ain't had shit in a long time. Yeah. How y'all doing, baby? Oh, Alan. That big old long finger. 
Hey, what's cracking, Heggy? What up, Amanda's like sanity says, how's the lawn? The lawn's looking good, baby. It's getting greener. You know, my hard work is paying off. The lawn's getting so lush and green. So proud of myself. It's already better than all my neighbor's lawn. It's def- it's better than both my neighbor's lawns already. And I've only been doing it uh, six weeks. How about that? How about that, baby? Yeah, boy, the Don, new king of the hill. Yeah. New King of Dripping Springs in the house. Oh. Oh. One time. One time. Yeah, you do. Hey. I heard he sang a Thank you. 
Yeah, get on, baby. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. Come on. Closing time. Hey. One last call for alcohol. So finish your whiskey or beer. Drink up, my brother. Closing time. <laughs> you don't have to go home, but you can't stay Ways of Waffle. Blah, blah. Closing time. Time for you to go out to the places you will be from. Oh! Closing time. Woo. This room won't be open till your brothers or your sisters come. So gather up your jackets. Move it to the exits. I hope. Yo, thank you all for being here. This has been the uh, the incredible meaning stream. The incredible meaning stream. You know, the, the internet's favorite stream. The greatest DJ set on the internet. You already know. This is the internet's number one favorite DJ set. It happens every day. We're here every day at 7 a.m. on Twitch. 7 p.m. on YouTube. Just delivering the vibes. Delivering the righteousness. If you want righteousness and vibes, you know where to go. You know where you can go, baby. You go right here. If you want a shout out for your boy Milo's second year, two-year-old birthday, you come right here, Darren Rivas, because it's Milo's two-year birthday. That's an epic birthday. Shout out to the boy Milo. Oh, come on, baby. I want to shout out everyone who's been supporting tonight. Uh, people like Darren Rivas, what a guy. People like, uh, who else has been supporting this holy, holy adventure? One Slick Mama, Diminished Seventh in Madness, Lies, Samus, Jim Carter, Michael M, Defcon, Two Five Blades, Harry Phillips, Mr. Watson, Luke, Mad Moon, Rabbit, Milk, with Dad, Michael Keith, Harry Phillips, Michael Keith, Harry Phillips, Michael Keith, Harry Phillips, Michael Keith. Oh my goodness, God bless you. God bless you all, baby. <laughs> Happy birthday, Milo! If you want to support the wave, you know what to do. Go to Bandcamp, download some music. Go to Meaning Wave and buy a shirt. Make a donation via the link below. Become a member of the channel, get fly emojis. Become a member of the Patreon and become a Patreon. Because why not? Because you want to be a Patreon. Closing time. Yeah! I 
and as ever, baby. You can do all that if you want to support the wave, but the number one thing you can do is spread the word of the wave. So tell a friend to tell a friend to write out one of those big streamers they attach to the back of airplane, steal an airplane, fly it through the sky, and make sure the back of that thing reads. Meaning wave exists! Meaning wave exists. Meaningwave.com exists. The meaning stream exists. Meaning Wave Radio 24-7, it exists. It's on the second channel. It's there waiting for you. Go find it. It's like a beautiful friend. It's always there when you need them. Beginning comes from some other beginnings end. Whoa! Thank you all for being here. Another beautiful night in the MAZ. God bless each and every one of you. Get home safely. Or just head on next door to the Meaning Lounge. It ain't so far. It's just down over yonder. Over yonder at Meaning Wave TV. Hey, Atrexa says my hoodie arrived today. Congratulations. I hope you enjoy your beautiful hoodie. Send us a picture of you and your beautiful hoodie. And join us next time here on Mass FM. Home of the wave. Regulators! Three. Two, one, bye five, baby, bye five. See you all very soon. Happy Labor Day weekend. <laughs>